Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today, I have my friend, Andrew from Mezcal Agua Santa. I might have a cocktail. You, you <laughs> have a cocktail? Man, thanks for coming on today. How are you doing? Good, man. Israel, thank you for having me. I always love coming on the show. So mm -hmm. before I actually have you uh, talk about the cocktail, let's talk about this travel you had this summer, man. Yeah, there's two uh, kind of... Uh, times I like traveled uh, with Agua Santa. First was uh, the rolling up to the pop-up series where I filmed, uh, I, well, I did three provinces, three pop-ups in three different provinces. Sorry, I said that again, but in one week, mm. which I don't know why I did. It was, it, it drove me crazy. It was ah. this time, but I did it. But also the point was to uh, train at a jiu-jitsu gym in each province and do a pop-up and kind of um, talk about the importance of mental and physical health in the hospitality industry. Which uh, uh, province is in jiu-jitsu, what, dojo? Is that what they call it? Well, it's just a, a jiu-jitsu gym, like dojo. Gym, yeah. Like, yeah. That's like taekwondo, I don't know. But um, no, we went to like New Brunswick, was uh, Synergy, um, and we did a pop-up at 11th Mile. Mm. And then we went. I went to uh, PEI, and I was trying to train at Summerside. That kind of fell through just with the scheduling. Yeah. Uh, but I went to Michael Smith's restaurant, that, which I revisited a couple weeks ago for like a stage. I cooked in the kitchen and worked on the farm. And then the last trip on the rolling up to the pop-up series was uh, to Newfoundland. Oh, wow. Which was crazy fun on George Street. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah, we threw like a party, and there was like 150 people there. Right, I, I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, the DJ sitting there, he's like, yeah. let's go, I was so There's fucking best cow out there. Like, he didn't know what to say, but yeah. Yeah. But it was great. It was uh, it was awesome. And then, yeah, I just got back from, they call it staging. It's like you work for free in the kitchen for an exchange of knowledge. You can just kind of learn. Oh. But Michael's, which kitchen was that? Uh, it's called the Inn at Bay Fortune. Mm -hmm. um, I went there. Uh, my friend Sam uh, works there, so he got me uh, the Inn there. So mm -hmm. I worked on uh, the experimental farm in the morning. And then around like four o'clock, I'd uh, change my like cooking uniform and then I'd cook for the rest of the night. Oh. So I'd, say I'd pay, say I'd picked all the leeks or the carrots or what have you. Right. And then I'd clean them with the farm team. Yeah. And then I would change into my cooking gear. And then the next thing I know, I'm like cooking that leek that I just picked or like plating it. You know what I mean? It was really, right, right, it was right. really cool seeing like the full circle. And mm. yeah, I was there for a week and it was great. And we did like a mezcal tasting at the, at the restaurant. So, so wait, what, what, what you said is an experimental farm. So they do like regenerative farming. They like, um, they get seeds from like, uh, there's this uh, chef called uh, Dan Barber in the States, uh, Blue Hill Farm. But he, they do like experimental seeding and stuff. They oh. source seeds across the world. And um, yeah, I learned a lot. It was really cool. Right, and right, everyone, right. Yeah. And how was the tasting of mezcal? It was awesome. Well, we just got like a new pachuga in as well at the NSLC. So pachuga is, so this is distilled twice, but the third distillation with pachuga. Uh, in the copper still, they put uh, turkey breast that's native to the, the village mm. and stone fruits and spices. Mm. So they cook they cook turkey in the still and it comes out uh, at a higher ABV, but it has this like a lot of umami. It's very smooth. It's soft. Um, it's very, they don't make it a lot. It's usually for special occasions like funerals or weddings. Oh. But Carmen uh, has a good relationship with um, uh 
the uh, the per, the palenque that the people that make the mezcal, mm -hmm. um, and they did a batch for her. So we were lucky enough to get some out here. So you know, I'm dying to talk to Carmen. So whenever she's in the city, oh, <laughs> Carmen would love. I was just I was just texting her. She's like, he has so much energy, just like you. I was like, but yeah, she would she would love to come on the podcast. Right. So um, mezcal. One thing that really stands out. Like I remember. It, it was kind of just before the um, pandemic started, right? With what, sorry? Like with Mezcal, you working with Mezcal. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got hired during the like mid-pandemic. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, like your passion and your drive for it has taken Mezcal to greater heights, especially here in the province. Like, what is your secret behind that passion and all these things you're achieving with Mezcal? Uh, I mean, I just, I think I just love... Um, the product that I'm representing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say selling because I don't like saying I'm selling your product. I, I like to represent it because like, if you're not happy with the product I'm giving you, that's fine. If you don't like Mezcal, um, like my girlfriend doesn't like Mezcal, but she still likes the brand, yeah. right? And what, what it's about, right? So then I feel like I did my job. And other people are like, not huge fans of Mezcal in general, but they were like, they love the energy of Agua Santa. Like, mm. like you know what I mean? So um, I think, I just uh, I just put my head down and if I get an idea, I just run with it. Mm. Like I came up with the the rolling up to the pop up series by myself and pitched it to Carbon. She's like, "Yeah, you sound a little crazy, dude. <laughs> three, three provinces in one week." How many kilometers? How many uh, kilometers did you put on your thing? Bro, this like drive? almost like eight, yeah, like eight to ten. <laughs> like it was it was ridiculous. I was all like this summer. I was like. I went back to Fredericton like for pop-ups, so oh my I gosh. promised myself I'm not traveling for December. <laughs> but my friend actually Kanye, his name's Kanye. He works at uh, in Fredericton, but he's a he actually if he comes down, he should come to the podcast. He's he's just a, a beauty of a human. Uh, he asked me to come down for another pop-up mid-December, oh. so I'm like, God damn, I'm like, I gotta travel again. <laughs> but I love doing it so much. I'm like, sure, like I'll like. I'll kick some rocks at first, but I'm like, you know what, it's fun. Yeah, so. yeah, you know, it's like that passion and that drive keeps you going. But like, something you mentioned was with the pop-up series, you were talking about mental health in the industry. Want to tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm a big advocate for mental and physical health uh, within the restaurant industry. Like, I started off as like a line cook in, like, in Ottawa when I was like 15 and just like working stupid hours at the age of 15 to start, like, you know what I mean? Like... So, and that took a toll on my mental health, trying to do high school and stuff. And everyone in the industry is experienced or had someone they cared about kind of burn out mm. and like, you know, suffer from some mental health issues. Mm. So I think it's important to like, just have that conversation. And I, I use um, like jujitsu martial arts as like a good way to structure my week. Cause mm. some, some days you feel like you're just living at a restaurant. <laughs> well, so yeah, or like, so it's good to like, you know, have something else other than bartending or cooking. Right. You know what I mean? Cause I, w I was bad with that too. Like I was like, this is my life. That's all I care about yeah. just bartending. And then I got back into jujitsu and um, I can be like, okay, I'm not going to go out tonight. Yeah. After work mm. or whatever the case is like mm. with, with my work. Cause I have jujitsu at 6am. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. kind of helps like, yeah. And then you, you have another, friend group outside of the restaurant industry, which is good. Like, I love my family. I call them family in the restaurant industry. Yeah. But it's good to have, like, another outlet or community that you're a part of. Yeah. That you can just, no one's talking about martinis to, like, filet mignon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're just like, this is all we're going to talk about is jiu-jitsu, and it's healthy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm a big advocate. Um, I've had mental breakdowns working too much. And mm. so, yeah, I'm just like, it's very important to have that other outlet. So... 
Before the cocktail, let's talk about jujitsu because, like, that's the one way you try to choke people out. Yeah, you, but it's it's called jujitsu. It's the it's called the beautiful art. You know? it's, <laughs> like, um, I am. Um, there's this guy. I think it's like this family in Brazil. Like they are the Gracies. Yeah, yeah those guys. Gracies. Like, um, I they watched... started. They well, they developed. They went from like Japanese jujitsu and they taught like Helio Gracie. There's like a in like the early 1900s, but they developed. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Because yeah. there was jiu-jitsu before, but they developed their own style of jiu-jitsu mm. that just took over. What the freak is the material made of? Because no matter how you grab that thing, Actually, I just recently ripped my, my pants uh, the how? other day. I like, don't know. Like, because, you know... I, I, <laughs> but the, the, the gi top is yeah, very strong. Yeah. Like, it's never torn. They pull it and like... But the other thing again is there was this video on YouTube and this person was just demonstrating a whole... And the person fell asleep in like two sec. Well, not two seconds, but like it takes. It doesn't take a lot. Yeah. If it's, if it's a clean choke, I've I've passed out yeah. in the gym, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was like, and the guy was like, he he was like demonstrating this like hold to the class, right? You know, there are people, and it's like, you know, but you have to kind of be careful, cause and the person is like, he now taps the guy, counts again, and the guy wakes up and like. Did he put his legs up in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, you need the blood to go back to your brain, which is crazy. But it's happened before. If like if it come, the choke comes on too strong, or someone doesn't want to tap, then they just like. So is it also class. like we belts? Like yeah, there's belt. There's a belt system and oh, okay. all that, which I feel like a lot of people get, um, kind of like really into because you can kind of see your progress. Oh, right? so what's the it's free, like you put it? You like you like you put in like a year years of training mm. and you like see some stripes on your belt, you're like, okay, like, you know. Oh, I'm oh, like, sorry, it's not, is, is it like colors or how? Yeah, they go, well, for jujitsu, it's uh, uh, white, blue, purple, brown, black. Oh, black is the, you can kill people in two seconds. No, no, that's, no, black is like, you can avoid situations, so you don't have, so you don't have to kill people. It's also, they teach you just how to avoid fights properly, right? Because right? you don't need, because like, last thing you a black can't... belt wants to do is, like be, because out. he came, he, yeah, because he, if he comes exactly. to you, you kind of have that. But like, it's great how you are using that to like take care of your mental health and like, you know, not born in the industry. But the other thing I think you have is like this amazing passion you have for this product, this brand. Why? Like, I'm so this... passionate, I got the tattoo. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Why this brand though? What do you love about Mezcal Agua Santa? I think just what I love first and foremost is because I didn't really before I got hired like. I was a fan of Mezcal, like obviously working as a bartender, like you have to, you know, work with uh, not just a certain spirit, but like, you know, scotch to vodka to gin, mm. whatever. But mm-hmm. um, even before I kind of worked for Ag- Agua Santa, like I, I really liked their Mezcal, yeah. which was like a plus. And then Carmen reached out and I got the job. But I think the way Carmen um, presents the company and herself, because it's like, and it's like, I'm a, I'm, proud to work under her and be the the Atlantic Canada brand ambassador because it is uh, like properly made mezcal, like artisanal mezcal. It's female owned mm. and it's Canadian owned. Yeah. So, cause she is, she was born in Mexico, but she does live in Toronto now. Mm. Um, but I think it's very important to like represent that as well. Um, coming from a male-dominated industry, so she's—I think she's doing a fantastic job. So thank you, Carmen. <laughs> so uh, before we get to the cocktail, oh, yeah. this new guy—we just got these in um, at uh, the NSLC. They're the Christmas gift boxes um, mm. that will be there probably till like throughout all December. Be a great little gift for any uh, mezcal fan or someone trying to get into mezcal. 
Comes with a full bottle of uh, Mezcal Aguasanta Espadine, 750 mils, and two traditional uh, Mezcal tasting glasses. Uh, they're like old school, like candle holders that you have in churches, but they don't have wax in them, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but there's a GR code too that you can scan. It goes to the website. You can uh, look up the history. Um, yeah, and it's not even that much more expensive than um, the original bottle. I think it's like an extra five dollars. Mm. So if you're gonna get a bottle, might as well get the the gift box as well and get a proper mezcal tasting glass. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the cocktail now. So the cocktail, um, as you know, I was just at the Inn at Bay Fortune, mm. and my last day, a farmer, uh, uh, one of the farmer, the head farmer, uh, told me I could take. All the herd, because it, um, it was harvest season, mm -hmm. so we were just cleaning up all the plots, we were getting rid of everything. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, um, I'm like, am I able to take like some marigolds or light? He's like, he's like, Andrew, mm. take everything. <laughs> I was like, he's like, we have too much. Like, we're gonna have to like, you know, just destroy it. Yeah. Because like, we're at the end of the season, because right. they, they're open for six months and they close for six months. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I literally, I, I'll show you a picture after, I literally, went around for three hours before I had to catch a ferry. Um, <laughs> I got like probably like 15 pounds of herbs and like wow. other things in like bag. My my trunk, my, <laughs> my SUV was like just stacked <laughs> with bags. And I forgot that there's creatures that live in fresh herbs. There were spiders everywhere in my car and I was freaking out, almost like crashed on the way to the ferry. Oh no. Yeah, so, but this um, cocktail is inspired by the Inn Bay Fortune. Uh, it's called the Big Phil. Nice. Uh, because um, when I was, so Michael Smith is like, he was on the Food Network for years, but um, he owns the Inn at Bay Fortune, but mm. I was shucking oysters with him and he's like seven foot tall. Oh shit. So, but, <laughs> we, but for oyster happy hour for the guests. Yeah. Um, but every time a big fat oyster came up, he'd be like, there's the big, uh, that's Big Phil right there. Uh, I, was like, I thought there was only one Big Phil, but every time another fat oyster came up, it was like, oh, Big Phil. <laughs> so this is inspired by the Inn at Bay Fortune and Michael Smith. Okay. Um, so it's just one ounce Mezcal Aguasanta, Espadine, and we have Blanco Tequila infused with marigolds, that dried marigolds that I picked mm -hmm. in PEI before I left. And we have Dolan Blanc infused with English lavender which is just a strain from england it's a little it has like a, like uh some vanilla and cinnamon to it it's right here okay um and then we have some and uh there's this cool herb that they had at the garden it's called uh, anise hyssop it tastes like uh black licorice but with like some more vanilla kind of stuff it's like a really cool herb mm. that's the dried top right there okay. that i brought back you can smell yeah so we're just doing a quarter ounce of that And we're just gonna stir, but yeah, this is the big fill for the Inn at Bay Fortune. And a big thank you to the whole team there. Oh, we should've got like a chair. <laughs> I feel weird like stirring like this. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me back on there. No, it's know? always great to have you on. And uh, I mean, you always come up with all these insane, awesome looking, tasting cocktails. We should do a cocktail a month. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. I'll hold you to that. All right. Oh, also the first episode, because I filmed for the Rolling Up to the Pop-Up, mm -hmm. should be out by next week. Awesome. The first episode is Fredericton, so. 
So are you going to have like you doing like your thing in the gym? Yeah, I just, I, well, just, just me training at the gym and watching like other instructors as well. Mm. But, um, and then just me doing the pop-up and just like some cool shots of each, each province I travel to. I just got some cool shots of just like the local, yeah. like, you know, I went up to Signal Hill in Newfoundland and filmed there and mm. all that stuff. But yeah. So. Oh man, it looks so good. The big fill. <laughs> big fill! And we will garnish it with some lavender that was picked in the bit. And the anise hyssop. We got the big fill right there. Man, Andrew. Thank you so much for coming to the blackout. Hey, we're back, and... baby. We're finally back. <laughs> oh, impressive too. What? In, in person. In person. Yeah, in person. yeah exactly. <laughs>